sometimes people are just reflecting to us how we treat ourselves or how they or how they feel about themselves. Pay attention to what your relationships are teaching you. Ash Alvis. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Rashida Nicole podcast. If you are new here, welcome. And if you are a returning listener, welcome back. And thank you so, so much for tuning in. Today's podcast is going to be about relationships and what I have learned and what a few of my other female friends have learned as well. So without further ado, I'm going to hop right on into this podcast. Ladies, so I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves to all of my listeners here today. Um, as I said before, we're going to be talking about what we learned from our past and current relationships and how they've helped us grow and evolve as people. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and let you ladies introduce yourselves. Okay. All right, so I'll go first. <laughs> okay, I am Ayata Moore Jules L. Um, I am the creator of I Am Attuned. Um, it's a spiritual jewelry store slash alchemy um, spiritual tools um, <laughs> brands. And as a Yadamore Juzelle, I also provide spiritual services. Um, so we do personal channel sessions. Um, I do activation prayers. And I also do healing in the person, in person, one-to-one uh, with Reiki for chakra alignment and um, upgrades for your energy body. So I'm kind of a transformation specialist. That's kind of my favorite thing to do besides creating things as an artist. Um, yeah. So I guess that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. All right. Ready? All right. What is going on, y'all? My name is Ash and... <laughs> Oh my gosh, what am I doing? Basically, I'm a stay-at-home mom, but as well, I um I have a YouTube channel um called Ashland, and as well, I have a uh t-shirt, a lock t-shirt line um called Lockless Montreal, which actually I meant to wear. I definitely meant to uh just wear just to represent today. But nonetheless, uh Lockless Mantra, uh, which is uh my baby, which is like a devotion um to my mom. Uh, but nonetheless. Um, so definitely check me out, y'all. Like I said, YouTube, Ashland, my Instagram. Uh, what is my Instagram? I think it's Ashland uh, underscore. Yeah. Ashland underscore. Yes. <laughs> Ashland underscore. Yes, that's what it is. I think about it for a second. But um, yeah, basically, I with that, even with that channel, I do. Um, it's called Ashland because it's about what I like. It's, 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 it's my land. So I um, enjoy reality TV. So I do uh, reality TV uh, recaps, TV recaps. I do uh, vlogs about my lifestyle, my kids, family, all kinds of stuff like that. Beauty, fashion. Um, yeah, that's all my little thing. So yeah, I think that's all right. Well, I am so happy to have y'all on my podcast today, and I appreciate y'all so much for joining me and for supporting me in this. And um, we're gonna just gonna hop kind of right on in it. And I'm um, like I said, um, 
you guys just feel free because I'm going to let you guys do most of the talk and I'm going to insert myself, but I kind of want this to kind of like be a, you know, like a collaboration. Um, so to all of my listeners, I hope y'all definitely get something out of this podcast um, as we are three individuals. Um, me and Ashland are single and um, I may be off the market soon, depending. And Ayata Moore is actually married. So you will get this from two single women and one married woman, um, what we've learned and what we've been through. All right, ladies. So let's let's talk. So tell me what, is, what you feel like the number one lessons you each have learned from your current or past relationship. You ready? Yeah, um, well, I think for me, I was like, hold on, because I don't think I'll like this. I was gonna like this, and I just go ahead and get off the table. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> ready? I'm the problem. I'm the problem. It's me. I'm the problem. I'm gonna, let's go ahead and knock it off. Let's go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and get it off the table right now. I'm the problem. That's what I learned. That's what I learned. I'm the problem. Okay. I can point the finger. I can, and I want to go ahead and get off the table because female, we females don't like to admit that. We, no. we don't like to admit that we might be actually inflicting, putting on something that ain't, 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 ain't doing right for, for the other significant other, whatever, that whoever that may be. Yes, that's so, true. I agree. that's my biggest lesson is especially especially when and i and i tell you what 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 really got there as as if he i felt like you know he had nerve of of all but at the same time that was his his experience of me so i i i i I still took it in so i'm in a conversation with my oldest child's father um and we have a conversation about who who, who's now married and now i'm saying and now we just recently single at the time I was in a relationship with my younger two children's father. So he makes a statement or, or whatnot or other of, you know, why wasn't I married? And, you know, me and him, me and him have been together for a long time and, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I was just like, I was just admitting, I said, because at the same time, I, I feel like there's more work on me that I need to do. Like, I, like I, I know there's things about me. He was like, yeah, because you did a- what? Oh, we doing? Oh, oh, that's what, oh, that's where we going? <laughs> okay. Touche. All right. Okay, sure. Touche. All right. Cool. <laughs> He All said right. he opened the door. He said, you opened the door. He was going to walk right he, in. He, he walked his way right on in. He walked his he way right on in. You, you said it first. You opened it a crack. Yo, you opened it a crack. And he just walked <laughs> oh, oh, Dag. Dag. Yeah. I think, well, that's just the biggest thing for me. Is it is, 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 is looking back at self but let, let just even top it off for me is looking back at self <laughs> thinking that you, you you can be a bag of chips and some and all that little good little stuff but at the same time just know man look look then you had to say the t-word don't look then you had to say the t-word look don't don't 
Has any has a guy ever told you that they felt like you were the issue? Well, see, because this is the thing, like, I kind of was, like, single for a long, long time, and I had, like, sparse relationships, so most of my relationship life was a lot of dating, so, um, of course, you know, you break up with somebody, they tell you you're the problem, Uh, (laughs) of course, (laughs) I mean, it's not gonna be like, well, I did, most people are not gonna say that, so, you know, yeah, I was a problem, after my divorce, I was the problem, um, and I think, like, no, I was so much younger when I had my other relationships. And, like, every the other stuff in the middle, I didn't even really, like, take serious. It was just like, oh, we just, we just, this is play boyfriend, girlfriend. Like, it was a game to me, for real, for a long time. Because it was like, so, <laughs> it was like, you know, I knew you wanted the one. But we still going, we're going to just do this and see what happens. That's why, mm-hmm. so that's why I didn't have a lot of boyfriends. Because I knew so quickly that they weren't the one. And it was just like, okay. We gonna play a game. Let's see how long it lasts. Why you say that, Miss? Because I, I, I feel definitely I, I feel the same way, but at the same time on a opposite end. Because I was thinking about it, I was like, like I had a lot of like I didn't I don't I didn't because I literally say every time I get into a relationship, I have kids. Like I, oh. I have not been in a lot of relationships, but I've had a lot of situation. Not, not even I ain't even playing what it is. A lot of both. Friends with benefits, yes. basically. Yes. Or a really mm-hmm. situation <laughs> where y'all are technically kind of dating, hanging out, having yeah. sex, but it's it's not official. And, for, and, and and my thing was with that was they, they were telling me exactly what it is, and I told to just stick around thinking I stick around thinking like, oh, it's gonna change. Oh, oh, this one guy, oh my god, that was like that. No, that was a big lesson for me. That that's the big lesson, is as well as hearing exactly mm-hmm. what that man say and believing yes. exactly what he said That's true. That's that was my big lesson mm-hmm. in that because he was telling me exactly what it was he was mm-hmm. telling me exactly what he wanted and then i was getting upset seeing you flirting and doing nothing for what he he and you think because <laughs> you caught him up in something that you did something y'all were never together yeah, yes yo that happened to me too when i was younger but when i was in my 20s because i was so sensitive about these relationships i just started to try to fix everything real fast so i was like okay he did that i ain't like that how can i not do that again this is it so in my 20s my late latter part of my 20s i started like really like just uh untangling my my um attachments to people and being like okay no he said that so that's what it is. So and how do I really feel? Because then I noticed that I didn't really want these guys for real. I wanted a boyfriend or a man, but I didn't want that man for real. He was just a viable option at the moment. And so I should just be honest with myself and say, he's an, he's he's just something I'm doing right now because he, he don't want a relationship. So I'll date him, cool, until I get ready to go to the next person. Or if I start see him catching feelings and I know he don't want that, I'll revisit it I with him. And if he say no, I'm done. Like, okay, cool. I'm moving on. Because <laughs> drag. I wish. I wish I had. I was going to say, I wish yes. I was there. I wish. I wish. I wanted these men. I wanted these guys. I wanted them. And they did not want me. They did not want me. Okay? They did not want me. <laughs> Her like I'm a feeling, okay? Because I'm being hard headed and not listening. So I definitely can say that 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 was that was definitely a big thing. So it really drives me crazy when I see the same thing in other with my and my friends. Well, ain't that crazy? But what does that go back to? It's like it's that you when you see your reflection. Oh my god! 
your reflection. You don't like it. That's why I tell girls, if you mad at a woman for something, pay attention. Because Dollars to Donuts, she's doing exactly something that you were doing or are currently doing it. Been there. Been there. Because I I, I feel like the dude that I was talking to, y'all both know, start with a D. You know, y'all know. I feel like that was the story. I feel like there was a lot of which what I but I ain't gonna lie that that was a whole messed up thing because there was a lot of mixed signals, a lot of hey, but you're this, but actions were saying something else. I think that was the thing. Words said one thing, but actions were like, nah, you ain't the one. You ain't the one. You're not the one. And I'm sitting like, but no, but it, it can. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Are we then let's 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 it's because you 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 um, more yeah. to actions, actions mm-hmm. and words. Mm-hmm. What are we as women going by? Actions or words? My whole thing is you can feed me all the lip service in the world, but if your actions don't reflect it, we ain't got nothing to talk about. Yep. That part. All that because you're showing me you're not gonna keep your words. You show me you're gonna tell me you're gonna do stuff and not do it. I can't stand that. I can't stand that. Come on. I can't stand. Yo, that's probably one of the things that made me change the, the quickest. Because I was like, you told me you was coming at this time. I'm getting ready. And if you don't show up, oh, bruh, I'm ready to make some, I'm about to make something move. Because now, now, now you got to ready to make other plans at this point. Right, exactly. <laughs> Come on. Like, you oh my God. Said that we're just going to sit here and wait, and wait for you? Yes. And then, oh my God. And, and, then, and, then, and then they flip it back on you somehow. Or, or they got 101 excuses for why that, they didn't do it. And and, 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 and and this is the infamous, and you shouldn't be mad. <laughs> See now, so that is the thing. In, in in a dating situation, should you mm-hmm. be mad? Well, I see what you said. Now, there should be a level of flexibility. There can be a level of flexibility. You know, things do happen, plans do change, but there's also a respect of like, yo, let me hit you up. I'm not coming. This is I'm changing my plans. I had to change the plans. I can't come through. That's yeah. cool. I could take that. You know, at least there's some kind of respect. You're accounting for my time. You're like, like on low some on some level honoring the fact that you know you made a commitment. I can live with that. But when it's just like no show and then call me a couple days later, like nothing happened. Do you think that comes down to a level of maturity? Like, like obviously, like we're not men, but I, like from our standpoint, like I just want to make this clear: we're not men, but we're just say, seeing it from our standpoint, from the outside looking in. Why do you think they do that? Think obviously, again, we're not men. We're not saying like we ain't trying to say what men do, what they Honestly, don't. Do, I think they do that because women allow it. I think because women allow it because there's a lot of women who are like, like, kind of like low key desperate to be with these dudes, and they put yeah. on a lot of stuff that they don't. They Look, Adam Orr, they're not ready. They're not ready. They're not ready for this conversation. They're not ready for this conversation with us. No, but that's, I feel like that also boils down to something else, y'all. That the whole topic of a man knows what he wants. Mm. Because if he's doing that to you and he clearly knows he don't want you, I don't believe it takes a man long to know that he don't want you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I believe that when they want you, they know, and when they don't want you, they don't, because they will treat you like I, they will treat you like crap, and you will accept it. You're like, oh, maybe this is the one, and he thinking, yeah, you ain't one. Oh, oh my gosh, the games, yeah. So I think that yes, definitely, it is true that when a man does want you, he does make it known. You know what I'm saying? He makes it known. He's gonna make it known. He's gonna be 
contacting you regularly. He's going to be wanting to be around you. He's not, he's not going to forget about you. He's not going to go a certain amount of days without calling you more than likely. It would be unusual. You know what I'm saying? For that to happen if a man really wants you. You know what I'm saying? Just like the things that we do when we want a man, the man will start to do some of those things when he wants you. You know, I feel like that's a it's a mutual thing. And if it's not mutual and you're always waiting, you're not you're not in the seat you want to be. <laughs> like you don't want to be always like, waiting. Like, like this. men are chasers. Yes, men are chasers. So if he's not chasing you, sis, if he chases somebody else. <laughs> Exactly, he's sniffing up. He's not chasing you, but at the same time, y'all. At the same time, I think I think sometimes we as women we 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 confuse the chase. We 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 see that oh well oh like stuff happens like okay well stuff happens. So we might not talk because we don't necessarily break up. We're not necessarily together. We just stop talking for a while, and then Mm -hmm. hey, things consistently get back. Because you try to get back, always, always try to get back. We see that as something more than what it is. Yes, yeah. that's, 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 and, and I feel like that's just a, a it, it can be confusing. But at the same time, I feel like you, when, when you really just sit here and, and think about it, because this is like for all that. But why? Why do we have to go through this case? If I already want you, you really at the end of the day, you already have me. So why do we have to continue to do this mm-hmm. back and forward? Like, 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 you know, I my what you said, though, I, I, it goes back. I want you to elaborate further on that. It goes back into what you said about he's going to act. He's not going to go so long without calling you or wanting to see you or whatever. If he's into mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that that's true, and I think that I mean, like, I'm not sure because I think that if it's a if we're just dating and it's really loose, there can be more time. I know it's that sometimes it can be like more space, but I also have noticed in my experience of dating, and I just want to make this for the record: I had I dated for almost six years before I got with my husband, mm-hmm. and before that, the relationship was mad short, mad short, like it wasn't even a year. How many? It was a few months, and then I was dating all the time before that. After I got, it, it, I've had a, like most of my life has been dating. So I understand, you know, certain things about the dating game. And I know it has changed some since I've been out of the dating game. But there's certain things that stand. You set the rules, you know what I'm saying, for how you experience your dating life. That's one thing I definitely learned. And um, so if you if you want to date a certain person, you can attract that kind of person. You know what I'm saying? But it's going to be within the range of what who you are. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to always be the background rule is who are you and what can you attract based off of who you are and what you're exhibiting. If you're desperate, you're going to get a lot of men who don't want you. That's just, I'm just being, I've been there. I've been there. Okay. Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? You desperate, you're going to get a lot of people who don't want you. But once you start putting value into yourself, investing time and energy into yourself, then you will tend to draw a man who is worthy of your time for one, and two, who sees your work. You know what I'm saying? And so I just want to say that real quick. But would you tell me to elaborate on it? <laughs> like, like, because, okay, because because you're on the married side of this, I wanted you to kind of like elaborate on your experience with your husband, a man who you knew that yeah, I how he, how wanted to be you. with you. Yeah, that's what I call it. Like how what he Ash, handles you. What Ashley mm-hmm. was saying about, you know, you you start talking, mm-hmm. and you stop talking and then start and then stop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I did have a relationship that was like that. And it was someone that I had failed hard for and I wanted it to work. 
And so out of my wanting it to work, I let him come back and come back and come back. And then we end up that being that was ended up being the like terms of our relationship. We come back to each other <laughs> when we when we not doing something else. That's what it ended up kind of being over time. Like when I'm not busy over here, I'm gonna come back to you. You know what I'm saying? And so I had to be like, okay, let me put brakes on this because do I actually want him now? Like, do I actually want him? Do I feel like he values me? I had to really like stop and be like, yo, I'm tired of this back and forth. Like he either want me or he don't want me. And then I realized that, you know, ultimately he doesn't want me right now. He might think he wants me or on some level, but Mm. if he's not doing the actions consistently to say yes, then he doesn't really want you. Like, and then sometimes we got to actually put the brakes on because they be playing too many games. They be playing too many games. Uh You either want it or you don't want it. You're going to do it or you're not going to do it. You know what I'm saying? And at some point, you got to just be like, hey, like, I'm tired. Like, no, I'm not doing it. And it's, it's not, I'm not saying it's easy. And it, it, it could be a heartbreak moment <laughs> to say, like, okay, I have to own that he doesn't want me. That shit is rough, you know, sometimes. But you can do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can do it. And then you just put yourself on the forefront and you walk yourself through it. You know what I'm saying? As long as that takes years months whatever that is <laughs> what is something i know, you know we got from ashley and she, with her like her two things what is something that you feel like what was your most important lesson what do you feel like was your most important? um my most important lesson was definitely put myself first and when i meet a man he fits into my schedule i don't make him my life because my problem was i would make him my life because on some level, the people outside of me were cre- were my value. So the people who needed me and how they needed me and then in relationships, I needed to feel needed. You know what I'm saying? So I would make him, I would try to build myself into his life in a way in which that he would like kind of feel like he needed me around or make myself, um, I don't know, what's the word? Like pleasurable for him, make myself a pleasure experience for him so that he would want me around. You know, I used to do stuff like that. So, and then in, in doing that, that made him the center of my world. And so when I did that, like everything hurts. Like everything he does is not what I want him to do hurts. Everything is like, I, I mean, I was quiet about my anger, but at the same time, I was suffering a lot because he had to be the middle of my world. Like he had to do things a certain way and it caused a lot of unhappiness. But, you know, um, so I had to learn that no matter what is going on, I am always the center. No one else gets to be in the center. No one can be in the center with me. It's just me. And even in my marriage, I've had to learn that on a deeper level because we get married and we think that we're like supposed to be attached to this person eternally. And we think that like they're supposed to be our everything. And we think all of this stuff because that's what we're told. But that is like a lie. It's a lie because if you want a healthy relationship, your attachment with that person is I live with you. I appreciate you. I respect you. I understand you're a whole nother human and we're doing human together. So as we're doing humans together, you have your space. I have my space. And you may not feel everything I need in my life. You may not be my um my uh, person I can tell every little thing to and they just want to listen. You might not be that person. I might have a friend for that. You know what I'm saying? I might have a sister friend or whoever who fills that role. Um, You may not like the same thing. So then you have things you go and do with your friends. That doesn't mean your relationship can't be still beautiful and still healthy. It just looks different. And I think hey, that, say that one more time. I tried that I thought that when I got married I would have like this lifetime companion who would just like hold my hand and we'll be together forever you know yes. no. 
no, like we're together and we are, we learn to like find a flow. So you find a flow of like how you can both be healthy in a relationship. What do I need? What do you need to stay healthy? Because you're marrying a whole nother person again. You don't, you don't control this person. You're putting your lives together. That's what you're doing. You're basically isn't exactly like you. Exactly. They're not gonna react to things like you. They're not gonna exactly. do like you. <laughs> They're a whole other person. Like we gotta make room for that. Just even put Nikki out of this. Nicole, that's to put Nikki out a little bit. I had to she she said, Well, because I would have did things like this, but he's not you. They're, just because you exactly. did things that like this doesn't mean that he's a whole other person. Yes. Another individual, you can't put your reaction to how you handle things on somebody else. Exactly. Yo, and it's real. And what you do is when you come to learn that person before you get married, you say, Can I live with how you do things? Yes. Can I live with how you make your decisions? Yeah. Yeah. It's so important. That's, that's how it works. Come on now. How you do things. <laughs> Y'all hear what she said? That means get to know him before you walk down the aisle. Get to know him. Have in-depth conversations with him. Notice who he is. Notice how he moves. How does he make decisions? And I'm not saying he's going to make decisions every single time the way you think. But I did like want someone who could kind of keep the balance of my household. So I wanted him to make something, some kind of similar thinking pattern to mine. So, you know, I wanted a man who was clean because I know if he's clean, he will be able to keep the house. If I if I step away and go on a weekend trip, I'm not going to come home to like chaos. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Certain things. So you got to actually know what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you actually need to live a healthy, happy life? You know what I'm saying? If you don't know yourself well enough to know those things, it's going to be hard to pick a mate. So that's why the time you have dating, it's time to learn yourself. When you have men come in your life, you learn about yourself through them what are they showing you what's hurting what feels good what are you enjoying what you're not enjoying like look pay attention to those things because those are things that's going to keep you healthy and happy in your relationship you know what i'm saying so um but yeah so i was saying something about um yeah so paying attention to who he is yeah you want to pay attention to what he's showing you and this is something too because i had to learn this too don't be making exceptions on red flag stuff like, don't be making excuses for these men. Like, don't do that to yourself because it's going to hurt you. And eventually it's going to be like, okay, I can't live with it no more. You like, he's not part. changing. You marry somebody you want to change. Don't do that. You know? You do that. That, part. You do that. that part. You do exactly. that. That is, I think, bouncing off of that. I think that that's, that's, that's part of what I learned. It's like one of my major lessons, I think for me was allowing people to have their own journey and respecting your mate's journey and not trying to make your mate you or make your mate's journey what you want it to be to align with your journey. If their journey does not align with your journey, then it's just not the one. It's not for you to go in there and expect them to make all these changes yeah either you you you, before you get into a relationship with the person like i'm I'm gonna say this before you even get into a relationship ask yourself with everything that they're presenting to you can i if they never change Mm -hmm. can i accept them where they are can i respect Mm -hmm. who they are can i respect where they're headed does where they're headed align with me because at the end of the day i always say this there's your whether you're in when you're in a relationship any kind there's your journey 
there's their journey and then there's the journey that you guys share together so mm-hmm. you the only thing that you can impact in in their in their experience is the journey y'all have together y'all's togetherness you cannot affect their journey who they are how they handle things how they do things how they approach things nothing you cannot you might can have influence mm-hmm. but you can't it's not for you to go in and say hey well you know what I decided to be with you, but you know what? This is what you can do. You can change this and this and this and this and this. Oh, yeah. And while we're at it, I also don't like that right there. Not that. I need you to be this. So, I'm so glad that you pointed that out because I don't like that right there either. I need you to be this. And I think that it's like, it's like, if you think about it, you don't want nobody to do that to you. So, why would you do it to somebody else? <laughs> I'm, saying this, I'm saying this for women we are quick to be like he gonna accept me as I am the question <laughs> is are you going to accept him as he is because let me tell you something sis you got some ish with you that he don't fuck with but he love you so let's be clear he ain't you You ain't the better road all the time okay okay you you ain't and you ain't the prize all the time, and I'm pretty sure he don't feel like you the prize all the time. <laughs> well, look at the way it's it's the these guys are changing up on their whole dating thing. For R.I.P. Kevin Samuels. Oh Lord, wait, stop! No, <laughs> no, definitely be a condescending as hell, but. Oh, negative on the dead. So, <laughs> but we, we have to literally, we can't like sit here and act like like these. And all my whole this is my opinion on that, and we need gotta go even no further on that. Let's go, y'all. Y'all want to talk about that? I feel I feel like the men that were uh, who who were listening and and going with his thoughts on women and relationships, particularly black women and relationships. Mm-hmm. I feel like the men who were even going with that were, the men were just. For all those that have listened until the ending of part one of our relationship podcast and what we learned. I just want to say thank you so, so much for your time. And I definitely hope you rate, like, and subscribe to my podcast and send me a comment and let me know who I'm doing and also share. Please be looking out for part two of this podcast as it will be coming out this upcoming Saturday where you'll hear the rest of our thoughts on relationships and what we've learned and the remainder of our thoughts on Kevin Samuels. So again, thank you so much for listening and I'm sending everyone peace, love, and light. And until next time on the Rashida Nicole podcast.